Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1368. Okay, we're going to do it for real this time. Yoda, Luke, and the Jedi Library on Octo. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7 and I promise you today that we will not have any crazy Porg talk. It was only the April Fool's episode and thank you so much for all the fun comments and reactions that you shared with me over it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was something actually that went back all the way as far as some of the, oh gosh, I can't remember if it was before The Last Jedi came out or if it was afterward, but I'm pretty sure it was before when Roku Depot, which does a lot of reviews of Star Wars podcasts, talked about the Porg count in various episodes. They were actually counting the number of mentions of the word Porg in their episodes. And so far, we haven't gotten to the point where they would do their weekly review, so they haven't said anything about that April Fool's Day episode yet, but if it's going to show up in their review, then it'll show up in the Thursday column of the equation. In other words, it'll be happening on, I'm doing the math, Thursday, April 5th, when they come out with that. So we'll have to see if they say something about it. Anyway, so we are actually talking about Yoda and Luke and the Jedi Library this time. And what I wanted to share with you from The Last Jedi novelization, things that we learned from Jason Fry's expansion of The Last Jedi story, is that Yoda says, ending this am I. And he is referring specifically to the fact that Luke has gone to that tree a number of times, trying to burn that sucker down, and he just hasn't bring he hasn't brought himself to do it. And specifically, he had attempted to try to burn the tree down or convince himself to burn the tree down just before Ray arrived on Octo. There's a line in the novelization and the audiobook, of course, which is how we're going through it, about how he had tried to do it so many times before and just couldn't quite muster it. So yeah, Yoda has had enough of it and he says, you know, ending all this I am and that's it. But uh, here's where things get a little tricky because Yoda, that sneaky little son of a gun, has something to say that really should be interpreted in a from a certain point of view kind of a way. And I've got an audio clip of Mark Thompson doing the performance of Yoda here. So here is what Yoda has to say about those books inside the Jedi Library. Read them, have you? <laughs> Page turners, they were not. Wisdom they held. But that library contained nothing the girl Ray does not already possess. Now, like we've noted in previous episodes and also what we saw in the movie too, we never see Ray actually take those books. And so we don't know if it's a magical thing, if Yoda somehow went, you know, and made the books appear on the Millennium Falcon. But I have a feeling this is a flag to us to say, oh yeah, Yoda is kind of giving Luke a wink and a nudge. And telling him that, oh, Ray actually took the books. You know, nothing that she doesn't already possess because she has the books, right? So I think Yoda is messing with Luke in this moment and Luke does not realize it. And he's kind of messing with us as the audience members too. So that I thought was a fun thing. And it's also interesting to note 
for the novelization that Yoda has not appeared to Luke in many, many, many years. And they're not precise about the time frame, which, you know, they're not precise about a lot of things in the new canon if they don't have to be, because it gives them wiggle room, basically, for storytelling purposes. But it says in the novelization that it had been many years since he had seen his wizened Jedi Master, and that his initial reaction was one of joy in seeing him. So that was really lovely. But then obviously it turns sour because of the whole, I'm going to burn it down kind of mentality. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, a little bit of business here for you. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So I wanted to give a shout out to another gentleman who has become a patron of the podcast. And actually, he has become an up-leveled patron of the podcast. Doug Kenyon was previously a $1 a month patron. He is now a $5.01 a month patron. And... This is in, despite the fact that he was not all that knocked out by The Last Jedi. In fact, he and I talked about it, and he said that, you know, one of his biggest disappointments was that Luke did not really get to go to town and show the world and show us what his Force powers had really developed into. And we've had, you know, 30 years to wait for that situation, and it was a real letdown for him in that regard. And... You know, it's hard to argue with that perspective. It really is. I mean, the storytelling for The Last Jedi and the choices, like, I have no problem with Ryan Johnson's choices. I mean, they're definitely dramatic and different and surprising and unexpected. And you can see where what they set up with the character, they all make sense. But yeah, there is certainly a part of me that wishes we had seen some crazy stuff back before the movie had come out, when everything was all rumors, this, that, and the other, there had been a rumor kicking around that Kylo Ren and his Knights of Ren would show up on Octo and there would be some sort of fight, but it wouldn't even really be a fight that Luke would just be force-throwing people left, right, and center, and that Kylo would barely escape. And so, yeah, something like that was really an exciting prospect. And Steel Saunders, who does the Steel Wars podcast... When I had asked him about what he was really looking forward to, he just said that green lightsaber. He just wanted to see that green lightsaber light up and for Luke to go to town, and we did not get that. I must say, I'm bummed that we didn't get it either, but hopefully, maybe, someday, we will get to see something like that, even if it's not in live-action form, even if it's just in animated form, maybe. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Anyway, thank you, Doug, very much for increasing your patronage, and thank you to everybody who is a patron of the podcast and became patrons at a higher level during the month of March. I greatly appreciate it. And that is going to do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your head gets stuck on a battle droid body, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a series of bad puns, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!